Hallelujah. 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 I believe that God is doing some great things in this house this morning. Brother Shelton was scheduled to be here. He was scheduled to be here even at 1010 this morning. And his mother had gotten sick and he is with her at her side. But I feel like God has put something in my heart. Somewhere in the early morning hours a few days ago, he began to speak to my heart. Pastor asked me, he said, do you have anything this morning? I said, I got it. A little later, I said, I got it. And God is with us today. God is going to do some miracles in this house today. God's going to do some miracles in this house today. He did so many things last week, but God's still God, and he can do it this week. If you will prayerfully with me, I'm going to tell you what God has asked me to minister to this church. He simply put in my heart, limitless God. Limitless God. God is in control of this church and he's in control of this world. He is asking us as believers to allow him to do exactly what he wants to do. It's time for us to put aside those preconceived ideas, how everything needs to go, one, two, three. And I'm even gonna say this, or what the, they told me this is gonna have to happen, or you're gonna need to follow these instructions. I believe in medical help, no question about that. We have doctors in our church. We have uh, people that are nurse practitioners in here. We believe in them. We believe that God uses them. But sometimes they don't have the answer. Sometimes they don't know what to do other than say that you, you just need help. And God is here today to help. Amen. He is here to help today. You can either stay up the in the front or you can go back to your seat some of you probably need to uh, have a seat here I'm going to do my best to walk through this and I'm going to ask you to believe with me at the end of this ministering today John chapter 8 the Lord had began to take me through John chapter 8 and we find that John chapter 8 is a setting where a woman has been caught in the very act of adultery you can be seated. Uh, but God <clears throat> began to deal with me about this, about this John chapter 8, how this lady had been brought, thrown before him, and she had been caught in this act of adultery. You probably know the story quite well where they, when they brought her, they were trying to, it wasn't that they were caring about this lady, they just wanted to catch Jesus in some sort of, they thought, trap. And they wanted to bring him to right in the middle where he would have to say that he 
maybe was not God or they thought they could prove that he was not God. God is still in control today. And they began to say that this lady was there and they began to say, well, what do you say? And you know the story, I'm sure, quite well where he began to bend down and write in the sand and whatever they were there thinking, they started changing their minds because he said, he that's without sin casts the first stone. We are all sinners saved by grace. Thank God for his grace and his mercy. Something that I so amazed me about this story is even though there was a life change and there was more about to take place is that the Pharisees and the Jews kept trying to disqualify what God could do. That's a dangerous place, brothers and sisters, when we try to put limits on God. When we say, well, I don't know if God can, or I'm not really sure I've ever seen God move in this direction. It's my strong belief that God is about to show us things we've never seen before. It's my strong belief that God's about to do miracles we've never even heard of before. But will we let this limitless God do a great work in this church and in this, in this area that he wants to move at in our river valley? I say, yes, we will. They called Jesus a half-breed and they even called him the devil. They thought that they had him all bound up, but I'm here to tell you that Jesus will not be stopped in the year 2022. He is able, no matter what people say, no matter what the enemy tries to bring, my God is a limitless God. He is a limitless God. And he's able, I, I began to read even this morning some of the testimonies from this church. I began to read about what the little young child of uh, Sister Ramsey's granddaughter, <laughs> uh, that's who we call her, right, Stephanie? But uh, the baby, how that they even took her, she was prayed for. Some of you have seen this on, probably on the internet, how they had taken her to the doctor and, and before, and they were saying all these things, but they took her back after prayer on Sunday, and God had done a miraculous thing. God had healed this baby completely. We serve a limitless God. We serve a God that's here today. In John chapter 9, we find where Jesus had healed a blind man. And they began to question even that motive. How can you heal? Why would you heal on the Sabbath day? Why would you do this? I'm praying today that any kind of thing like that that's in this house today would be pushed out. I know there's some people in here. I feel a little bit of pushback this morning. I feel like there's some people saying, well, yeah, I prayed before. Pray again today in Jesus' name. I feel like somebody said, well, I don't really know. I've never seen that. Maybe you hadn't, but today is the day of salvation for somebody. Today is the day. He said, well, I've never seen anybody go through treatments and God heals them. God's going to do that today and God can start it today for somebody because God is the healer. The problem is we have to allow these things to leave our mind. I preached a few weeks ago at, at Podo on stinking thinking. We've got to allow those things that get on our mind that are not under the obedience of Christ to be brought into captivity. 
Look at the word captivity. It actually means that you put something, you bind it, and you say, you're going to be locked up. I come against any fear in this house. It will be brought into captivity today in Jesus' name. These thoughts that seem to haunt you and say it's never going to work out, grab those thoughts today and put them in captivity in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Because God is big and God is the almighty God. But the Pharisees and the Jews, they kept trying to do this. They kept saying things like, what are you doing? How, how are you healed? What man healed you? And finally he said, I don't know. I don't even know who the man was, but he was healed. And he said in verse 25 in John chapter 9, he says, One thing I know that whereas I was blind, now I see. You see, sometimes you can't explain what God does. You just know what God does. Sometimes you don't know how God puts families back together, but God puts families back together. All you know is that somehow it was a mess, and then prayer was made, and God began to deal with the hearts of men and women. How was it? When was a moment that hands were laid? Or maybe where was it when there was a time of prayer made? When were you healed? I don't know. How are you healed? I don't know. I remember... And I feel very strongly, even today, I remember going to a doctor when my dad was there going through cancer treatments. And I told the doctor, as a new doctor, and I said, you know, I need to tell you something that we are believers. I said, and we believe that Jesus Christ is the healer. And I, I was so amazed, and, and I respected this doctor, but it, it just didn't go well with me. He said, well, we know that there are miracles once in a great while. And said, you know, there are miracles that they happen on very rare occasions. Said that very rarely does God do miracles. And I'm telling you, if that don't go all of you like it did me, God can do a miracle right now, today, in the name of Jesus Christ. So I don't believe it's just going to have to happen once every 10 years or once every five years in somebody's practice. They'll say, well, maybe that was just a miracle. No, my God is able to do it right now, today. He is a limitless God. We serve a limitless God. Now, I know there are things that somehow that if we're not careful, we, we start and, and pastors mention it. We, we don't just go without understanding what's going on and we just don't throw everything to the wind we're people that we try to do what's right we try to do what God's saying he said just go up to the stoplight and just run right through it you're probably going to get hit it's there for a reason there are things that we do there are things that we are trying to be obedient by but there's things that we cannot be conformed we cannot be conformed by this world and its ideas I know there are things that are even in the Middle East right now that seem to be firing up, and we're not sure how God's going to do that, but God is in control. God is in control. There was a time in Scripture where there was a young lady. I saw these young ladies up here today. There was an angel came to her and said that you're going to have a child. You're going to be with child, and she asked this question, and 
Probably most of us would if something like that was said and said, well, how can this be? And he said, by the Holy Ghost. The angel said it'll happen by the Holy Ghost. And then it goes down and Mary said, uh, so be it unto me. Just let it happen just as you say. There needs to be some people today here in a few moments. You'll say, God, I don't understand how it's going to happen, but so be it unto me. In just a few minutes, I'm going to ask if you would come again and you would pray. We'll have the uh, singers come back and they will sing a chorus or two. I don't know how it's going to happen. I don't know how God can heal cancer. I don't know how God can heal diabetes, but he's a great God that can and will heal. I don't know how God can put your marriage back together, but God can do it in one spoken moment in the name of Jesus. I don't know, you're here today and you're kind of wondering, you're, you feel like, man, I just got a few dollars in my pocket and I really don't know how all this is going to work out. Give to God today. Believe God for a miracle today and what he can do in your life. You say, well, it really don't matter, Brother Patrick. It's about $19. $19 is enough in the hands of God. Take the limits off God. Take the limits off God. Oh, there's a few of you about to start believing that today. You're going to sow. You're going to do something. You're going to be faithful in what God's saying. You can't go by what you're seeing and hearing all the time. My God, I feel the Holy Ghost wants to set some people free. You got to get away from this carnal stinking thinking. Say, God, would you deliver me? Hallelujah, so be it today. You ought to be at this front at some point saying, so be it today. My husband's coming, so be it today, God. It's like we want to play it safe all the time. It's like, well, if I can see it, maybe I'll step in the water. Sometimes you just step out in the water when you don't even see what's going on. You got to say, God, I believe it. I believe it. You're a limitless God. I can see somebody's husband today. I can see it right here, right here in this altar. I can see somebody's husband. It seems like they will not come, but I can see them coming today in the name of Jesus. I said, Lord, I can see that today. I can see them coming and being in this church. My Lord. If that was my family, I'd be saying, Lord, so be it. Yes, sir. Yes, Lord. I received that word today. It will happen. It will happen today. It will happen today. Hey. Hey. Oh. Hey, God really wants to do some, some, some great things. Say it's about money. No, it's not about money. It's about his kingdom and what he wants to do for his kingdom. There's some people God wants to give some money to to bless the kingdom of God. The word was millionaires that kept running through my mind. He wants to raise some people up and trust you with some things. That is my God. That is my God.
you get tired of this, I'm sure. I don't get tired of it. Every time I go to the airport and see a, a really nice Learjet, I'm thinking, Brother Steve and Brother Gary and Brother D. Water, they have actually laid their hands on some of these planes and said, God, so be it in the name of Jesus Christ. So be it in the name of Jesus Christ. See, you don't really believe that. We don't really believe that God can just give us $3 million and do what we need her for. You say, well, that'd be nice. I know all the televangelists, they have this. Well, I know there's been some things that's been taken out of context, but God is still in control. I was in pastor's office. He said, I've got this. I've got a meeting, and I've got to leave at 4.30. i got to be in service just right after tonight. I've got to be in Cersei. God knows how to get his people and bless his people. My Lord God, take the lid off today. Take the lid off today. See what God wants to do. The Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost. I don't take anything I've said back. I'm sorry. I'm under subjection to my pastor. But I'm telling you, God is really about to move if we'll let him move. There's some things financially, there's some things he wants to do greater than we've ever even believed. I was in the lobby some years ago with Brother Thomas and I was talking to him and he said, Brother Patrick, I said, I think we've had some things wrong. He said, I think God really does want to bless his kingdom, but people don't really believe he'll do it and they don't trust him. And he can't trust us with what he wants to do. But there are some things that God really wants to do for his people. The Holy Ghost is going to do this, Mary. He said, matter of fact, he said, your cousin Elizabeth, six months with child. You know what her name had been called in reference to? The scripture says, barren. They, every time they would see Elizabeth, it was like, you're barren. You're barren. You're barren. So they knew what that meant. But then God says, she's with child. She's no longer called barren. The scripture says in Luke 1 and verse 37, for with God, nothing shall be impossible. Nothing. As Brother Whittingham used to say, no thing is impossible with God. When we get with God. They were hungry. God sent manna. They needed a child and God sent John. They needed money and God put it right in a fish's mouth. God did provide. He's a limitless God. So I ask you today, I'm looking right at the clock. It's 1149. I don't know what you came today for I'm sure you, you said I come for a miracle it's here right now you need something great to happen in your life it's here right now I'm going to ask them to come back to the music so if you really want to allow Jesus to move I think you ought to be on your feet and start moving right to the front right now because the water's troubled but you can get locked up and you can stay where you're at you not all have to come to the front. There's a middle aisle. Or you can say, God, so be it today. So be it. So be it today. So be it today, God. So be it. Lord, I know it's not much. It's just 
$19. Well, Lord, it's not, a, it's not a thousand, not a million, but we give it to you today, Lord. We give it to you today. The miracles have started in this church, and God wants to amplify the things he has started. He wants to see those things done. Amen. I'm going to give you time to come because God's, if you need the Holy Ghost today, today's the day. If you need a miracle today, you can come and just stand or you can stand right where you're at. And God can do it today. But he is a limitless God. God can do anything. Ha. <sighs> Do you need a miracle in your family? Believe it today. You say, you don't understand. You don't understand, Brother Patrick. I'm, I'm hearing this. I may not understand truly. I may not see it all. But God's in control today. The kingdom of God operates on faith. It operates in faith. The Bible says that the fearful and the unbelieving will have no part. And it didn't say sinners are bad people. It said the fearful and the unbelieving. So that means it could be me. If I become fearful and unbelieving... Boy, I see a tree springing up right now. I see a tree. And what I mean by that, I see somebody in your family. You are the one in your family. And it's about to grow up and people are going to start, in your family, they're going to start receiving this gospel. Ha. Woo. There are people that are going to be so hungry to know about what you have. And God is about to open that door up. You say, I'm in a block. I can't get past it. Come down today and just stand here. And say, God, today, this is my step of faith. I'm just coming here. You don't have to feel anything, but you might. You don't have to scream and hollow, holler, but you can just raise your hand and say, God, today I received that word. I feel so directed by the, ah. If you will begin to walk in faith, God wants to turn it around starting today, in this moment. You can look back and say, that day in February, I began to realize that God was a limitless God. That He wanted to do some things. Oh. Oh. That's it. The Holy Ghost is speaking now. The Holy Ghost is speaking and so are you. That's it.
in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. How's it going to be? I don't know. Just so be it unto me. The Holy Ghost will do the work. The Holy Ghost will do the work today. Don't give up. Don't step back. Keep saying, I know what God has spoken. I'm going to believe it. I'm going to believe it. Ah, that's it. That's it. Holy Ghost is here. Oh, the Lord is speaking. He is the Lord. 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 We're just waiting on the Holy Ghost right here for a moment. We're waiting on the Holy Ghost here just for a moment. Let's receive that word. Let's receive that word right now. He is the God of hope. 
They're going to sing, and we're just going to worship God. We're going to receive the word today. If you need to be baptized, we have people to baptize you. If you need the Holy Ghost, we have people that will pray with you to receive the Holy Ghost. Let's receive it now in Jesus' name. Let's receive it now in Jesus' name.